Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The Super Bowl set, and it can be more of a kick in the junk for Browns fan. Joe Burrow was everything that we thought Baker would be and more. Swept you. I guess people really do like quitters. Thanks, Rams. Any way both of these teams can lose? What do you got this week, fellas? Go Browns. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Zach Kopp, Justin Charles, and Josh All. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Dogs. If you want to get your intro or your voicemail and show, head to thedogspodcast.com. Tap leave voicemail on the drop-down menu. It was kind of a depressing weekend to be a Browns fan, um, but the Super Bowl's set. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into some other league news. But before we do, remember to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter and TikTok. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Make sure you tap the notification bell so you never miss a new episode. Uh, you can also find us on Apple, Spotify, Google if you prefer to just listen to the podcast. Lastly, if you're looking for more content, head to jointhedogs.com. Become an official Dog Pack member on our Patreon page. The fantasy championships are wrapped up a couple weeks ago. Hopefully, Josh sent the people their stuff. The look he's giving me says yes. Uh, so, yeah, yep. um, so their stuff should be coming hopefully soon. Um, we got, you know, threads on there constantly. I've really tried to pick up my game as far as like posting stuff in there more frequently for everybody to comment on. Um, there's a text thread for the people who are in the group. You get the episodes early. Um, we started a thing last week where if you're in the Patreon, you can call into the after hours and just kind of lead the episode. We got another guy calling in today. Uh, so that's fun. So if you want to be on the show, be on the after hours show, um, just get to watch the after hours episodes. I think they're our best episodes. Uh, check that out. Join the dogs.com become an official dog pack member. Before we move into news and stuff like that for the week, I do want to remind you guys voting for the mad dog awards is open right now. Head to the dogs slash awards. Uh, make sure you vote on that. It's going to be open until Sunday night next week. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so you got to, you got a little less than a week to get your votes in the more votes the better and then on our episode next week in the off week of the nfl we will present the mad dog awards some really cool uh categories on there like rookie offensive rookie of the year defensive rookie of the year um best performance of the year uh unsung hero award a lot of cool stuff on there so dogspodcast.com slash awards make sure you guys get your votes in the more the better uh it makes the it makes next week's show a lot more fun the more Mm -hmm. participation we get so moving into today's episode, I think uh, it kind of dropped a few days ago, but then we weren't a hundred percent sure. There's some backlash, but it's official now. Tom Brady retiring. I feel like we, I know we're a Browns podcast, but we'd be pretty stupid not to mention the fact that the greatest quarterback slash player probably of all time is no longer going to play football. I know I was kind of shocked because I thought he had a couple more in him. All he ever talked about was, I mean, his quote was, I'll retire when I suck. He just threw for 5,200 yards. 
not suck it. <laughs> he did not suck it at all. Right. Um, I, I was shocked, and I never would have thought he was going to retire this year. And then all of a sudden, you kind of heard leading up mm-hmm. to their last game, like, uh, you know, he's kind of on the fence about coming back. And I'm like, man, I no way he quits after this year. I thought he would announce, hey, next year's my life. almost like a Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to have like a farewell tour go out and then see if I can get it done. And then this will be my last year. I was super surprised that he retired after this year. I know like leading into the last game he played, like you started seeing a little bit of like smoke. And usually when there's some smoke, there's some fire to it. You were seeing stuff like, you know, I don't need to have like a, a farewell tour, like Ben Roethlisberger, stuff like that. I just want, you know, it's about my family time and stuff like that. So I still was super surprised. I thought at least, like you said, I thought he had at least one or two more years in. <sighs> Greatest player of all time. It's not even, I, you said probably, man, like for me, I hated the guy for years when he was with New England. And like, I think just as I got older, like you kind of just learned to respect that you're getting the opportunity to watch something yeah, special. You, you respect it and you just appreciate it when you, yeah. like I, I was watching the the Rams game, Rams Bucks two weeks ago. And I thought, what if this is the last time I'm going to watch Tom Brady play football so i would really wanted to watch that game we and all know I, he's your favorite player mm-hmm. he, yeah i mean <laughs> oh no doubt about it when, when the guy i mean he's just he's good you know he's he, he, when you watch you're like hey this is like the absolute top that you're gonna get at quarterback and it's just i don't know there's something about watching the best it's like when tiger was in his prime watching him play golf you're like this is the best like there's nobody better i think a lot of, i think the reason he picked this year to retire was I think the Bucks are going to have a tough time. I think they're going to lose some pieces. Yeah. Um, and so he probably doesn't want to be there for any kind of rebuild. Like he did that enough. Mm-hmm. You know, he won enough Super Bowls with basically nobody around him. His best receiver was a Kent State quarterback. Um, so, you know, going down to Tampa Bay was supposed to be the time where it was easier. You know, I'm getting old. I should have some playmakers around me. Uh, so I think he saw that. And I think his wife was on him like, Hey, can you stay home once? <laughs> These kids are driving me nuts. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I think that had a lot to do with it. These kids are getting a little bit older. They're probably doing like school stuff and that kind of things. Um, just crazy though. They retired. I mean, there are literally people in the NFL players in the NFL who their entire lives, Tom Brady's been in an uh, NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. That is that is crazy yep. to think about. Uh, Zach Wilson, I think that was the big one at the beginning of the year. Yeah, they played each other. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. It is crazy. I, and I, I agree. I think it had a lot to do with family stuff. Uh, you know, we say, oh, he's old for football, which he is. I mean, mm-hmm. 43, 44, but... To is he old a, for Tom Brady? To be a, a human, to be a <laughs> yeah. dad, that's not old at all. But I mean, right. you're at that point probably where the kids are older and, and he's missed a lot of things, I'm sure. Already, I mean, yeah. football's such a demanding, any pro sport really, but, you know, it, it's all year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just such a heavy focus that I'm sure, I'm sure he was ready. Especially, I feel like, oh, go ahead, bro. I was going to say, especially for Tom Brady, some of these people who are more, na- like Patrick yeah. Mahomes is just more naturally gifted. You know, what made it, Tom Brady so good was he was smarter than everybody else. Well, you don't get smarter and know everything about the defense that you're playing against without watching hours and hours and hours of film every single day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying like a Patrick Mahomes or an Aaron Rodgers, they don't have to try as hard, but I feel like in order for Tom to be as good as he was and is, he had to put in 
I mean, he's not exactly a naturally gifted athlete. I mean, he played. You know what I mean? I mean, he's a well, yeah. he's a tall, strong guy, but he I know what he's you're running the forty in you know a week. You know, he's he's not exactly. impressing yeah. that the world. That you know what I mean? His game was more mental. Well, in order to do that, you got to sink a lot of time into it. Yeah, and, yep. you know they they talk all the time about draft capital and players and things like that. So. When you're a first-round pick quarterback, you're going to get the benefit of the doubt. You can go out there and make some mistakes, have some bad games, and you're going to keep getting the opportunities because there was a high capital investment made in you. A.K.A. Baker Mayfield. Right. (laughs) Okay, good point. (laughs) But when you're a six-round pick, you go out there, you have a bad game or two, make some mistakes, and all of a sudden it's real easy to move on from you because you were just a six-round pick. There's no hardly any investment whatsoever in you. it's crazy that the great, like, like one of the greatest players of all time literally got his opportunity on a chance injury. Like he just stepped in. I was watching, I was watching TV today and the guy said, when you're a six round pick in your starting quarterbacks, Drew Bledsoe, who is the first guy to get a hundred million dollar contract. Yeah. You're thinking best case scenario. I get to be this guy's backup for a few years. Yeah. You'd never right. think, you know what I mean? Like me and this mm-hmm. clipboard guy, we're going to, I'm just going to be wearing my hat on the sideline, charting the plays. Yep. And this is going to be my career. You never think, you know, an injury is going to happen. You're going to go in and literally just never, ever give it up. Yep. It's crazy. I mean, big Ben kind of did the same thing, didn't he? Uh, we got drafted pretty, uh, he, he got was still first round, early, but right? he stepped into like, a, he stepped into a pretty decent, they had a great, get hurt. And then Ben went in and just never gave it up. I thought, uh, man, I I'm felt like he sure, was yeah. all, yeah, is that how it went down? I, I remember so. him just being yeah, always they, there that first season. Like, no, he wasn't the starter. He came in because I think he won his first 13 games. Yeah. There was an yeah. injury. That's what happened. Yeah. Another, just, yeah. I feel like that would have eventually, he was in a position where he was going to take that. Tom Brady just kind of. Is it funny though that Tom Brady decided to retire the same year as Ben? Just kind of like overshadow him a little. Bit. So I'm like, re- <laughs> I really I have like been it. reading stuff where they're saying like people are really like pushing that they waive the five year rule for him, and I'm like, uh, you know, I mean, what, he's not going anywhere. Just no, I mean, yeah, it's not like he's <laughs> yeah. ninety. Just hey, wait your turn, man. I mean, that's already we were joking around. That's a great class already. I mean, Tom Brady and Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, they're both for top teners, mm-hmm. top teners. They're up there. He's a number one, but you know, <laughs> yeah. So I just pulled up his stats because it's outrageous. Yeah. So like career yards, uh, 84,520. <laughs> yeah, Golic Jr. <laughs> and Canty, we're talking about it today. And so for Roethlisberger, I'm sorry, for uh, Aaron Rodgers to get into like Tom Brady territory as far as the <laughs> records and yeah. stuff. They said he would have to throw 5,000 yards in the next six seasons to tie him, oh which is gosh. outrageous because I like look at Aaron Rodgers and I'm like, man, he's really good. He's really, really good. So, and then you don't uh, get 5,000 that easy. No, no. Like Tom Brady yeah, did it this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, and then there was another one. I want to say maybe it was, ah, God, it was yards. And then there was another one. Maybe it was touchdowns or something, but it was going to be like another five or six years. It, and like, extreme number one performance, you know. Yeah. Numbers. Well, it would have to be touchdowns because Rodgers sat for those first however many years and Brady's got 624 career it's touchdowns. outrageous. Bro. He's the only player over 600, right? I think so. I'm pretty sure that was the big deal this year. Because didn't he beat Peyton at 597 or did Breeze end up beating Peyton? I, I uh, man, Brady's, there was so uh, much back and yeah. forth there for a while. Last, yeah, they were breaking each other. Tom yeah. and Drew were like breaking each other's. I think back and forth a little bit, but um, just a crazy, crazy career. And I can't. It's just going to be really weird. No Big Ben. 
no Tom Brady. Peyton's been out a couple years now, you know, no Phillip Rivers. It's like all the, like they were the guys mm-hmm. when we were growing up, Yeah, you know, and pretty, I mean, what Aaron Rodgers has left. Yeah. Who is who any other old guard QBs left? Matt Ryan's kind of like dwindling away in Atlanta. Yeah. But I mean, it's kind of crazy. It's like a whole new league. We got pretty lucky. I mean, we've seen yeah. some good ones. I mean, <laughs> it's outrageous. I grew up like on like Brett Favre and John Elway at the end of their careers, but then Peyton Manning, like Drew Brees. We saw arguably the two best quarterbacks of all time play in their primes for their whole career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? Like it's and, and go head to head against each other all many time. a times. Yeah. How many of these seasons that Tom Brady played in New England when he was younger in his twenties was the NFL still like primarily a running, you know, Adapting. there was a lot of run game. Yeah. It wasn't so pass heavy like it is Correct. now. I mean, he was in the three thousands for gosh, those like first six, seven, eight years. It, he won over 4,000 a couple of times, but I mean, it, it's not like he was racking up yards from a, no. his didn't, entire career. Didn't need to. So I watched this super interesting video and I actually saved it to my phone. Um, just, I forget what year Carson Palmer, he was still in Cincinnati. I think they said like it was 15 years ago. How much different the league is now from 15 years ago. Carson Palmer was the only person in the league over 30 touchdowns at 31. He had, uh, or no, it, his, in 2015, he was like 28 and 15. He was like, do you realize 15 years ago, that was considered a great season that season now. And he didn't even have 4,000 yards. He had like 3,800. That was great season. Well, now that, that's so mediocre. Okay. Yep. I'm glad you said that. Cause I was just going through his Brady's stats here. And in 2001 was the first year he was the starter. He played in 14 games through for 2,800 yards, 18 touchdowns and 12 picks. And he made the pro bowl. <laughs> <laughs> now keep in mind too. I, I, those, those early Tom Brady teams, man, Belichick built super, like super team defenses around him. So I, I don't want to say that all he was was like a manager, but man, he was very good at just getting him to the big game and then, you know, field goal, field goal for the win. I never thought like the Rams would like we're gonna lose that game, that first one. It's crazy. Yeah. Yep. I I honestly I thought he was gonna play a few more. I really did. Me too. Yeah. Just because it, there was no drop off. No. You know, when Breeze retired, yeah, you knew it. Yep, Peyton. Yes, Peyton, yes. Brady never hit that. Maybe that was his whole point is I don't want to go through that season where everybody knows I'm done. He's going to finish probably second in MVP. Yeah, I know. I I heard a comparison today. This would have been like if Michael Jordan would have went to the Wizards and averaged 28 a game. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, it's just, it's crazy. So... I felt like we needed to touch on that as a football podcast in general. It's hard to talk about uh, football and then not mention Tom Brady retiring. Um, so congrats to Tom. I know he's listening to the show. It was a pleasure to watch you for a very long time. Well, I mean, he, he did life. thank us in his Instagram thing, right? Yeah. Oh. Are we in there? Oh, <laughs> oh I must yeah. have missed that. He thanked us, not the Patriots. <laughs> right. Again, before we move on, <laughs> oh, Patriots boy. fans, quit whining that he didn't thank you in his retirement post on Instagram. He, The dude gave <laughs> you six Super Bowls, took pay cut after pay cut after pay cut. Give me a break, guys. He wrote you a chapter book about how much he'll miss you when he left the Patriots. Now, if he doesn't talk about you in his retirement speech, then you can complain. But give me a break, guys. He already said goodbye to you. Calm, calm down. <laughs> I mean, what? Do I, and I'm seeing people like he's 
Patriots fans on Twitter like, he's trash. I threw his jersey away. Oh, my God. Like, give me a break. Talk about spoiled. Like, my (laughs) God. Bunch of babies. He didn't thank me in his Instagram post. The words, I I can't even, I'll say them on the after hour. Oh, man. (laughs) I can't wait for that. But, okay, so we'll move on from that. I just had to get that in. We got a voicemail from Jacob, Browns by Jacob on YouTube. Uh, He he sent this to us a week or two ago, so we're finally getting around to playing it. What's up, gentlemen? Browns by Jacob checking in again here. Something that we have to do is re-sign Jarvis Landry. Now, obviously, he's getting paid something like $15 Um, He's making a lot of money. And we need to reconstruct or do something like that. Obviously, he's a fantastic team leader. He's been able to turn DPJ into a good receiver. We cannot let him go, especially for that offense. And a possible Browns wide receiver taken in the first or second round. Another guy I think we absolutely have to re-sign is Jadavian Clowney. If he can stay healthy for a full season like he did, I think he can continue to do that. We didn't see any problems with his knee um, and attacking free agency. This is going to be one of the most interesting parts, and I think this is going to tell who the Browns are going to draft. Looking at this free agency, there's a lot of wide receiver talent where you can let Landry go and pick up somebody like Allen Robinson or Mike Williams. Then you have someone like Akeem Hicks who doesn't look like he's going to re-sign with the Chicago Bears. And then obviously... At number 13, it's either going to be Jordan Davis, Garrett Wilson, or Chris Olave. And I just want to know what type of path do you guys want? Okay, so I just got to throw it out there. Jacob, I appreciate you, man. You left me, I think, three or four voicemails. So I kind of tried to piece mm. it together. Put, well, okay. You, you know, nice. the, main, the main parts of it just so we could. I thought he edited that. No. <laughs> no. I was like, this this young this young blood's got some skills on uh you know, on snippet or whatever he's using there. So the first thing I'll address is having to keep Jarvis Landry. I think that's a huge want. I don't know if it's necessarily a need as far as a talent standpoint. Now, I think he does a ton for the locker room and the mindset of the locker room. But then again, on the other hand, you have some people say he kind of checked out after Odell left, which I, I don't know uh, if that yeah. was the case or if it was just his injury he was trying to come back. I from. don't know, man. He didn't look checked out again that the last that game. last throwaway yeah. game against the Bengals. Um, yeah, so I I would love to have Jarvis back because I think he's great for the locker room. I'm on the record saying I think he of all the players on our team, like he kind of deserves the most credit for the turnaround culture wise. But I just think if you want him to stay, he's got to be willing to work on the salary. Either we extend him a year or two so that becomes less per year. Something he's got to do something because he's not coming back for fifteen sixteen million. No, you can't. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, also, the recon- the restructuring of the deal. The names he kind of threw out there, Allen Robinson, Mike Williams, those are guys that are probably going to get $15 million a year. I would think so. I mean, they're pretty – here's the thing. Of those three guys, I'd rather have Jarvis. Yeah. He's already used to the system. I mean, I know they're different kind of – Allen Robinson's, you know, excellent. But I'm like, he's familiar with the system. We kind of – if you're going to pay a guy that much, you know, I, I, of those three, I'd rather have Jarvis. I, I like that 15 million. What he said too about like how he helped DPJ. I, if we're going to draft a rookie receiver in the first round, I love the idea of having Jarvis on the team yep. still to kind of mm-hmm. bring him along and show him how to be a pro. Again, I, it just, it's all going to come down to dollars and cents because if you want Clowney too, I mean, that's another guy who's probably going to have the way he played this year, he's going to garner some interest. And he's already on the record saying, it's all going to come down to the money. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, and yeah. which we're probably, I have a feeling he's gone because we're not going to give him, I, somebody's going to give him more than we're willing to give him probably, if I had to guess. 
I mean, if it's like a Bud Dupree kind of contract or something like that, we're not we're not getting in on that. Like no. a four years, fifty million or something like that. No, no. I don't yeah, see us. Do I don't see us going down that road, which kind of sucks because he was a pretty nice piece for us. You know, this last year he, he was he, he he got that money. As that far, future bag, he got it. He did. He where he worked his way into that one. Yep. Uh, the receivers, I agree with you. I think out of those three, Jarvis for sure. I I do. I've always liked Allen Robinson. I think he's got just crazy crazy talent. Yeah. Um, if we ended up having Allen Robinson in Cleveland, you're not going to hear me complain about it. Correct. Yeah, me either. Now, Mike Williams, on the other hand, I don't know how I feel about Mike Williams because he. He kind of seems like the Miles Garrett type of receiver. Oh, man, like I a, knew you were going to go down that road. Yeah, the disappearing act. Like a, yeah, disappearing act, one-trick pony. Uh, now, Miles, not this, but I, Mike Williams always dealing with injuries because mm-hmm. he's kind of a violent player as yeah. far as like going up. I mean, he goes up and gets catches, but he comes down hard and then... Super athletic, super athletic, like freak. I remember him coming out of Clemson, like super talented. But as far as a a first round receiver for the Chargers, he's never for me anyway, lived up to what he, what they wanted him to be. He went like 11th, right? Something Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, he He was was high. Yeah. When and then uh, I think Jacob talks about what it's going to be for us in the first round. Mm -hmm. Uh, The D lineman from Georgia, Olave or Wilson. Obviously, the D lineman from Georgia, I think, is going to be a stud. He's humongous. Yeah. He's like a mountain of a man. But I just think you, ha- I think you have to go receiver in the in the first round. I don't know. To me, I watch these playoff games, and what do all these teams have in common? They all have a really good quarterback, and all those quarterbacks have one really good receiver. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At least one. It's um, and you, we kind of fumbled the bag with the, the good one we had. He's getting ready to play for a Super Bowl. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. Um, but if you watch the if you watch these these teams in the playoffs play, you, we got to have some playmakers on the outside. Yeah. So my my question then is at thirteen, mm-hmm. you know, because very talented D linemen go quick usually. So do if there's if there's a guy there at thirteen, you're like we cannot pass on this talent. Do you take him and then try to move back up into the first round later? Because it's a it's the a thing huge is, wide receiver. The wide, yeah, the receiving yeah. talent at the end of the first round, early second round is still going to be yep. great. Because, a lot. I mean, they're not going to, these guys don't go in the first round, even though they're the top skill players. There's bigger needs for teams that already have those positions filled. They need linemen, they need defensive linemen, cornerbacks, safeties. You know, we see these guys go throughout the first round. So, I don't know. I would, I would not be upset if they went D-line at 13 gearing up to move ahead and, and try to get a stud receiver, like maybe in the first round later on, or, you know, move up in the second. I, so I, I kind of, I get what you're saying. I just, man, we're so wide receiver needy. Like, I know. To me, it's I like, know. it's a glaringly, glaringly obvious that there's, we need more talent. And so for me, it sucks as the latest big board, they got him at eight. I think like Garrett Wilson's upside is outrageous. Like, you might not get. I mean, I think he's going to be a stud day one, but like his upside's insane. Don't pass on like the talent, please. Have the Browns not learned their lesson with that? Like, is are we not? If we want Deshaun Watson, going to have to give up like a million first round picks? Did Julio Jones not go and have a Hall of Fame career for another team? Like, don't give up on the talent, please. If he's there and it's our pick, just freaking take him. If it's at thirteen, yes. Yeah, stop overthinking yep. it. Just go get him, please. Even. If Williams is there at 13 and Wilson's off the board, I would take Williams knowing that he's probably going to miss some games too. 
See, I mean, the, he's a stud. The one receiver, though, that comes back to me, I don't know if you guys remember this. I I can't remember what year it was, but it was the year that Sammy Watkins got drafted, and the Browns were sitting at, Oof. I forget what pick, Watkins was on the board, and of course we traded away, um, and then he ended up, I think it was the Bills, right, drafted him. Mm-hmm. And that was the guy I wanted so bad in Cleveland. And then we've kind of seen how his career's played out not so well. Now, in Sammy Watkins' defense, he went to a team that had no quarterback. They were the Cleveland of the North. They were a bumbling franchise who drafted a receiver with no quarterback, and he was injured a lot. Mm -hmm. But ask the Bengals how they feel about their Jamar Chase pick. Ask anybody how they feel about Jamar Chase. You know what I mean? Like, I just... Don't don't pass on it. If he's there, just I would rather take him, Garrett Wilson at thirteen, and if he ends up being a bust, whatever, because everybody thinks he's going to be good. So nobody's going to yell at you for taking him thirteenth. Know what I will be ticked about is if we pass up and then we trade back and take some project guy in the second round, and then uh, Wilson's goes to the Hall of Fame, and we (laughs) have a guy who's not on our team in three years, which is what we do all the time so please don't do that all right i agree with you on that all right well before we move on uh thank you again jacob we appreciate you uh you sending in your intros and your voicemails again if you guys want to get your voicemails on the show just like the intros dogspodcast.com tap leave voicemail on the drop down menu you can either drop an intro or you can drop a voicemail we'll talk about it yep and everybody the moment that we've all been waiting for since september is finally here in honor of the big game DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56 is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get $280 in free bets if your team wins. DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York, and I know we've got some listeners in New York, so yay for you guys. This means you can now bet from almost a third of the country, and a sportsbook is not yet available in your state. Go play DraftKings Daily Fantasy. Uh Get your lineups in for Super Bowl 56. I think you can probably do lineups for the Pro Bowl. I know I have before. I'll definitely have a few different variations for the Super Bowl because uh, it's the last game. I got to do it. I've been doing it all playoffs. It's been a lot of fun. Um, Cooper Cup every week. New customers can get a free shot at a $1 million top prize with their first deposit. So go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code TPPN. Get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code TPPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. You must be 21 years or older. Minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN red line 1-800-889-9789 in Connecticut call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat and in New York call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 Damn, we gotta shorten that up, bro. <laughs> I almost I passed out, bro. To you like halfway, I was like, I forgot what we were even talking about. Uh, so basically, go play DraftKings, have fun. There and it is. If you got gambling problems, then go listen to that whole string of stuff. Okay. Yeah. My Jesus. God, I've been up for like almost <laughs> twenty hours straight. I almost died. That that's, rough. The fir- that's the first time I've seen <laughs> those. So I was like, oh man, I got nervous go. for you. You're you're getting deep into some numbers, some letters. Oh man, uh, good for you, Josh. It's good. Well, 
Well, this was the conference championship week. We got to talk about the teams that are going to be in the Super Bowl. And like Kenny Mack said in the opening, I don't think it could have been a bigger kick in the nuts for <laughs> Browns fans to see the Rams and the Bengals make it to the Super Bowl. The Bengals, the team who's was supposed to be years behind you as far as their rebuild in from our state and then division in our conference oh in our division they go to the Super Bowl in the first year that Joe Burrow has a full season. It's it's un, it's it's unbelievable. And then that's supposed to be us. And then on the other hand the Rams I know they kind of make I've been preaching all year like this is you know go upgrade the quarterback this is why you make the moves don't worry about your draft picks well they're in the Super Bowl and Matthew Stafford and then I don't know if you guys heard but Odell's on their team and so the dude <laughs> leaves our team and in that year makes the Super Bowl with another team and he had nine catches on 11 targets for 113 yards in the conference championship Okay, well, I'm glad you gave us that. Uh, yeah, where, so where do you want to start? I mean, <laughs> where, where do, wherever you want to start, go ahead. Yep. All right. Well, so it's it's crazy because it really shows you, man, how how really really good Joe Burrow really is. Like we thought he was very good, and there was moments and flashes where I was like, oh man, that that was a nice touch. You know, like there's nice plays there. We should have already seen this coming. All this dude did was just win at every level. I mean, he went to LSU, cakewalk game. I mean, the dude was just literally smoking cigars and dancing and just chilling. Odell's handing him 20s and 50s, you know. The guy's a winner. <laughs> this year, he's fully healthy, and all he did was say, hey, we're really good, and we're going to go win these games. And then all they did was back it up. Yeah, And it's going to be like that for like 10 years probably. The, what was it, two or three third downs in a row where he was getting pressured, and, and somehow he breaks out of sacks. Yep. And, and not just break out of a sack Makes and throw the ball away runs, or something yeah. like that. Goes and gets a first down with his legs. Uh-huh. And I'm just sitting there watching the game thinking, oh, like the, the dude refuses to lose, refuses to go down, refuses. They're down 21 to three. Yeah. Yeah. To, to the, the team that like won the conference be, the last two years. Yeah. Been in the Super Bowl the last two years, yep. down 21 to three on the road. And they come, now the defense, the defense had a big part of it in the second time. half. Yeah. But. I mean, my God, like that is, that is what you need to be successful in this league. Now, this isn't, it's not 2005 anymore. That's like, that's the kind of player you got to have. It's crazy to me that anybody can even argue that. Yeah. I mean, look at Tennessee. I mean, Derrick Henry is not going to take you to the Super Bowl. You're not going to ride a running back to the Super Bowl. You, You need a quarterback. This is a passing league. You got to have playmakers. Both these teams got them. I mean, this Super Bowl is going to be fun, fun game to watch. I agree with that. I, I, I completely agree. Yeah. And then how? And then the Rams. I, I'm I'm pulling for the Rams because I'm not one of these people who are like, oh, if it's not my, you know, at least somebody from our uh, division will win it. No, yeah. I, I do not want the Bengals <laughs> to win the Super Bowl. That's the I, last thing I want. I, I dig the swag from Burrow, but uh, that would be super painful. Yeah. Like we were laughing. We we're like. Yeah, we want him to like get to, you know, that'd be sweet to get to the AFC championship and then the road ends there. You know what I mean? Like the road didn't end there. Now, now I'm nervous. No, I don't want them to win it all. I want Matthew Stafford to get a ring. I think it's funny too. I mean, it took him one year. Yeah. He's out of Detroit, goes to a team that isn't Detroit, goes to the Super Bowl. Um, and you can make the argument 
I mean, he's a huge reason they're there. They they were melting. Everybody was melting around him against Tampa Bay, and then he he's the one who kind of kept it all together, made the big throw down the stretch. This against the Niners, they dropped two touchdown passes in the yeah. first half. You know, he kept them he kept them together, made big throws. I mean, good for him. And then Odell, it's just what a squandered missed opportunity for the Browns. That's what I kept thinking the like, whole game. I'm like that those words exactly missed opportunity. We had talent at a position where we don't have much talent. Yeah, everybody's talked about screaming about how bad our receivers are. We had that guy on our team. He yeah. was here and everybody's talking about how, you know, everybody wants to give Baker these uh, excuses and passes because he was hurt. Was Odell not coming off of an ACL tear? And he didn't, you guys, and then you, you're saying he quit and he didn't put effort. Though it seems like the further he gets away from that ACL tear, the further he gets away from Cleveland, the better he's doing. And I think it has a lot to do with he has a quarterback who can throw him the ball. I mean, I think that's part of it. I, I mean, we're talking, he was there for three seasons, man. I think there was just a lot of, I almost dropped a swear word, but, you know, uh, a lot of bad situations and just miscues and so, like, I mean, if we thought about it, oh, okay, Freddie, you know, then we finally get, you know, a new coach and we feel like there's some, some things that can gel together and then he gets hurt. And then going into this year, there's expectations and just obviously just, I think their, the quarterback play was definitely a part of it. I don't get to last year, but you know. I don't get the thing that the, when people say he wasn't a fit, that makes no sense to me. He was open. <laughs> You know, like how that's, much of more of a fit could there be? He yeah. he's literally he was open. I know that's. I was talking to somebody about that the other day, and so I, that that video still haunts me because you just can't argue with. I mean, clearly he was open a lot, and then to see that happen over and over and over as the season played out after he left. You know, we had people wide. DPJ, we, how many times do we talk about these plays in these games later in the season where we need to win to try to make a playoff push? We've got guys wide open, you know, running routes, not even getting looked at, or getting looked at, getting pump faked twice, <laughs> and still not throwing the ball. It's just, it, it, talk, uh, it's so d- disappointing. I guess I put it in here then, does the, does the success of the Rams and the Bengals put more pressure on the Browns heading into the season? Because one of these teams you saw, they got aggressive in the offseason to upgrade their quarterback, even though they had a quarterback who they have seen play at a high level and go to a Super Bowl. I feel yep. like if Browns fans were Rams fans, they would have been screaming to keep Jared Goff. What do you, we've seen him play well before. We've seen him go to a Super Bowl. They would have been so mad about the deal for Stafford. No, Goff has been to a Super Bowl. We've seen, we know he can play well. He played, think a couple years ago when he outdueled Patrick Mahomes. We know he can play well. No, this look is at, why you're aggressive. Look at the other side of the ball on Sunday night. I mean, the Niners, they, Jimmy G took him to a Super Bowl. Jimmy yeah. G took him to the uh, championship game this year. I think they was, still drafted Trey Lance this year, number three overall. And they're going to let this go. Jimmy's going to not be on the 49ers no. next year. Yeah, I think he's and, this is, and this is why. Yeah. He just, you're good enough, but not good enough. You know what I mean? Exactly. And it's just, so I think then you look, and then if you look, turn and look to your own division, a, a guy, I mean, he's playing behind one of the worst offensive lines in football. Yeah. And he's got him in the Super Bowl. Man. And that, and that year, the, uh, you know, the year 2019, everybody blames the line for how bad Baker played. He had, Nick Chubb, 
He had Cream Hunt for half the season. He had uh, a healthier Odell and a healthy Jarvis. And but because he played behind a bad line, we said that's why he played bad. Well, so now we up. Now he's still got Nick Chubb, Hunt. He's got better tight ends and the best offensive line in football. He still didn't play well. Well, and if you remember that bad O line in 2019 was the same O line that he had in 2018. Whenever uh, Greg Williams took over and Baker played really well the second half of that season behind that same O line. Yeah. Remember, he was only sacked like five times mm-hmm. in the second half of the year. That's why we had such high hopes going into 2019, and then. I don't know. I'm tired of the roller coaster. I, I mean, just prepare. Be prepared for. There's a good chance that that's probably what it's going to be next year, man. I'm just. I'm. I don't see a big free agent coming to Cleveland. I just don't. Like, I don't see Aaron Rodgers coming to Sean Watson. I don't. I don't. I, we'd have to be super aggressive those to dogs, get those any guys of those are free agents. Well, no, I'm. Well, I'm just saying, like. But like so, a guy like Deshaun would have to waive his no trade clause yeah, for but, whatever team. Right. Yeah. So, I just, yeah, I just Aaron don't Rogers see. doesn't have one, but I saw that he stuck around a couple extra days and talked to the Packers. And now the Packers are the favorite for him to stay there. I think it makes sense. I, it kind of like, but, but kind of like Brady retiring. I didn't think he would retire. I don't think Rogers is going to leave. Green I, it Bay, doesn't make but, sense to me to if for him to leave. Right. Unless it's like a super premium situation, which, I guess anybody would really kick their quarterback just, out. Just stay out of uh, Pittsburgh, please. Yeah, right. no kidding. <laughs> um, um, let me. So let me ask you guys about the um, the report that came out about Von Miller saying what Odell told him in the offseason okay. last year. So for anybody, and make sure I get this right. So if I'm wrong, correct me. But for anybody listening who didn't see it, Von Miller said that when he was was he a free agent last year or he was no because he got he got traded traded right okay. Well, anyway, so he was talking to Odell about wanting to go to a different team or whatever. I, I forget the conversation, but Odell reportedly said, don't come to Cleveland. I was just talking about this on our way up here. Oh, what did you guys say? I, I don't care at all. <laughs> I said, okay. this sucks. You I said, I mean? you, know how many, sucks. you know how many jobs I've had that sucked? And, I, and my friends are like, hey, I should come work with you. And I'm like, bro, don't come work here. This place sucks. He's my friend. Okay, Why would so I tell what, him to come? So here? what you're saying is that says more about Cleveland than it's, than it says about well, the it, player. It, it right? just answers our biggest fears. Like we think, oh man, maybe Cleveland Browns are becoming like a sexy team for free agents to come to. Maybe not. You know, like maybe not. Especially if you when stuff you hear stuff like that, it just kind of sucks. Makes you confirms your biggest fears. You may never be able to get a big time quarterback. Who knows? To come maybe to a lot of that was like that. the the frustration of knowing that I'm. St- I still have talent. I'm open. And I'm not putting up numbers, and I know why. I mean, his <laughs> like know? we were literally wasting his career. I mean, <sighs> he was doing that too. If, at the end, you know, the New York thing. I don't know. Like, it is what it is. I mean, I like to me. I think it's stupid. Like, it is. It is what it is. Like, does this like does it suck? Yes, but at the end of the day, like sometimes. You got to be not the nice guy. Well, that's true. And at the same time, it's not like he went on social media and, and replied to something of Von Miller said, don't come to Cleveland. Like this is something that was said in a personal it, conversation behind closed doors. Yeah. It, so Von Miller decides he's going to, you know, expose that. Well, I guess that's on him. I mean, and by, and by all accounts, he was a great teammate. People are still literally on Twitter. Mac Wilson was tweeting about OBJ going to the Super Bowl. So he might have said, like you said, behind closed doors to a friend, man, don't come here. This place kind of sucks. Or you know, maybe, and, and that might suck to hear, 
But yeah. at the end of the day, he might he might have hated it here, yet he still showed up and was a good teammate and put forth effort. Another thing too is maybe he was not even talking about that so much as don't come to Cleveland because you're not going to get the money you need as a defensive player right now. I, I mean, look what look at the look at the deals that they gave all of our defensive guys. They were all very team friendly deals. Nothing big, nothing, you know, big money, long-term, anything like that. Well, and also he's been asking out of Cleveland. So another way I took it is he's like, don't come here. I don't plan on being here that long. Yeah, that's true. You know, even if he didn't, even if he didn't leave this year, he was probably going to leave in the off season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So he's like, well, don't go to Cleveland. I'm not going to be there that long. Yeah. Uh, And it does it suck that he wasn't having fun here. Yeah. But I can't blame him. Like I said, you can't, he, you only have one career. Sometimes you got to be the D bag because he was, and now he's in a Super Bowl. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Like Larry Fitzgerald was the nicest guy ever, and he's going to go to the Hall of Fame, one of the best receivers ever. He's got no Super Bowls. Not even, I mean, he made it to one. Yeah. I bet you if he was a little bit of a D bag, he could have got a Super Bowl. And people can argue, like, well, he's just a better person, though. He has his whatever. I want Super Bowls. <laughs> you know, sometimes, sometimes you got to be the D bag. So I, I don't I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Well, the whole point in playing the game is to win a Super Bowl. That's it. I mean, in the NFL, you play to try to win a Super Bowl. And like you said about the Rams, I mean, Sean McVay in the front office there in L.A. said, you know what, Jared, you've been a good quarterback for us. We're trying to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, no Sorry. hard feelings. Yeah, no hard feelings, but get out. Yeah. That you got to make those kind. That's the kinds of decisions you got to make. Yeah, it's a it is a uh, tough, tough business. I couldn't imagine being in it. I mean, put that. Can you imagine though, like uh, Rams fans when they had Jared Goff arguing about how good? No, we've seen him play well before. Think about how stupid that sounds. Yeah, I, none of them are complaining right now that they have Matthew Stafford instead of Jared Goff. Exactly. It's crazy because they gave up three first round picks for him and their quarterback. I mean, like who, was it three who, first? Yeah, yeah. three first Jeez. and Jared Goff. Well, and so, like, to me, uh, I mean, there's guys out there like Aaron Rodgers, but, like, I don't know. You said that you'd be willing to give up first rounds for, I mean, they literally haven't had a first round pick in years well, and if, don't have any I, coming. I, I if, you can ma- if you can hit on your later picks, it doesn't matter. But first round picks. Well, and it helps there in L.A., bro. It's easy to go, hey, come out to Cali and play out here. This place is sweet. This stadium, the ocean breeze is coming through here. This is pretty <laughs> sweet. Uh, I saw they haven't had a first round pick since Obama was in office. <laughs> And they don't have another one for a few years. Jeez. That's why I don't care like about draft capital that much. You know what I mean? Cooper Cup was a third. Something like Something that. Something like that. It's just like if if you're smart and you're aggressive and you identify the talent you need and want and you go get it, the draft I mean the draft is a crapshoot. Oh yeah. Half yep. the team half the league's undrafted. Yeah, that's why if you if you got to give up three first to get and Deshaun Watson can be our quarterback. I was wrong. It was yeah. only two first and a third. But okay. I mean, but you know, and that's I mean, looking like a steal, especially in Cleveland first round pick history. How well have we done? If you can give them up for a guy who's proven and you know what you're getting, but now like, I feel like there's definitely been like a culture change and a different attitude as far as how we've drafted the last couple of years. Like, I think there's progress there. I think Andrew Barry has done an excellent job with mm-hmm. what draft picks we've had. So, you know. Yeah. Hit those seconds. Hopefully the culture's <laughs> changing, you yeah. know. So yeah. let's see what we'll, we'll kind of see. I do feel like there's pressure on the – I mean, there's pressure on the whole league. We talked about it last week. If you watch the Bills-Chiefs play, 
and you don't have one of those kinds of quarterbacks, n- not just the Browns, I guess, for just about anybody, you're feeling the heat. Oh, you're not going to be able to compete. No. Yeah. There's, I, I think next year you're looking Buffalo, Kansas City, Cincinnati, um, L.A., Chargers, and the AFC. Mm-hmm. I mean, who else is really going to come Possibly out here? Possibly the Raiders. Yeah, Raiders. Yeah, depending on what yeah. McDaniels does. But, I mean, as far as, like, big-time quarterbacks that can play on that stage at that level in the AFC – I, I mean, know. those are some pretty big names, man. Those are definitely the ones. I mean, I think Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. That's going to be They the, control some things for a long time. Yes. I'm, it's crazy to think Joe Burrow's in one, but then you think of the, the guys that, you know, already went down to get to that point. Like Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, those are all excellent quarterbacks. I think that's why it hurts so badly watching those games because you're like, ugh. Yeah. But all right, well, let us know what you guys think. You know, the Browns have extra pressure knowing, you know, these two teams are in the Super Super Bowl. Um, let us know what you guys are. You guys excited for the Super Bowl? I know I am. I'm pulling for the Rams. Uh, I, I've always liked Stafford, and so I'd like to see him get his ring. And I really don't want the Bengals to win, so I'm definitely pulling for the Rams. Um, let us know what you guys think. Uh, thanks for checking it out. Another episode. Remember to check us out on the after hours. Join the dogs.com if you're interested in that. Also, remember to check out uh, and vote for the Mad Dog Awards, thedogspodcast.com slash awards. Get your votes in. Um, and that episode will be coming to you next week. You got about six days to get your votes in. So make sure you guys do that. Uh, to all you dog pack members, we'll see you on the after hour show. And everybody else, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast and become an official Dog Pack member and join the dogs.com. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.